Hello, and welcome back to the Mystery of Your Mind. This is the fifth season, the first episode of Fickle Philosophies. Today, we're looking at the idea of the origin of the universe. For the purposes of this episode, we have to assume that the Big Bang exists, either as an idea or as truth, and that from it, things like matter, time, and energy came about. Specifically, we're going to be looking at this idea of what caused the Big Bang, because one thing that we notice is this idea of a cause and effect throughout our lives. If you, you know you drop something, you're going to hear a noise. If you type on a computer, you are hopefully seeing letters. If not, then you know that something's up with your computer. In the same way, what caused the Big Bang? So there's one argument. It's called the cause argument. And specifically, within the cause argument, there is a kind of secondary argument, which is called the cosmological argument. It suggests that, first off, we know that everything that has a cause also has an effect, and therefore, if we can see something, it must have a cause. But in the same way, since the universe exists, and that things around us always have that continuity of having a cause and effect, there must be some sort of candidate behind all this, and that candidate specifically is God, according to the cosmological argument. There are famous philosophers like St. Thomas of Aquinas who really strongly believe this idea and actually use that to prove the idea of an existence of God. But there's still this concept of, okay, well then, if God created the universe, what created God? Across the world, many cultures have, you know, we've used God or some form of a God to explain many natural phenomena. But philosophically, there's still a question of what then causes a God? Because if you're saying that everything has a cause and an effect, then the effect must be that this God exists. And what's the cause of it? So you either have two options. Either you can say that there are infinitely many gods, because one god would have to create another god, which would have to create another god, which would create another god, which would create another god, and eventually that god would create the Big Bang. Or you can choose to say that there are no gods and the god doesn't exist. Both of those answers have appeals in some ways and aren't appealing to other groups and other people for other reasons. Now, there's other idea of, does this question even make sense? And specifically in the book The Philosophy Gym by Stephen Law, there's this thought experiment that Law puts up, which is this idea of northernmost point of the Earth. So, what's the most northernmost point of the Earth? It's the North Pole. But then if we ask the question, what's north of the North Pole? We get a situation that we don't quite know how to answer, right? Because the definition of north is the closest point to the Northern Pole. But then what's north of the North Pole? There's nothing. And same way, possibly the simple question of what's the origin of the universe, the question itself doesn't make sense. And that's actually one of the many approaches that exist in philosophy, just simply saying that the question itself doesn't make sense to even pause it in the first place. So that's one way that we can philosophically, you know, come about with this idea of the universe and who caused or what caused the universe. But then we solve this dilemma of we can see that things exist in this universe. We have the math through the physics that the Big Bang happened, but there still exists this question of what caused the Big Bang. Stephen Law puts up four main options that we can do at this point in the argument. One, we can answer the question of what caused the universe with some sort of identifiable cause. Can we do that? No. As we've proven today, there's no real way that we can point to some sort of person or cause of the Big Bang. Two, we can claim that there has to be some sort of cause to the universe using the cause argument, but excluding the cosmological argument, the idea that God has to be the one behind it, and simply saying that we don't know what that cause is yet, or that maybe one day we will find it. Three, we can say that simply the existence of North, just as that is a fact, maybe the existence of the universe is simply a fact. 
And fourth, we can also just deny the question even making sense. This is one approach that is absolutely valid in philosophy because sometimes we just don't have the information or we don't have the ability to answer a question well. And in this situation, that might be the best approach. I hope that today's episode, though the scope is definitely quite large, was able to set the scene as to what exactly this idea of philosophy is and how we can approach very big picture questions, breaking it down into arguments that kind of might be counterintuitive to what we've been taught or what we seem to believe, but that kind of fall apart by their own logic. This season, we're going to be looking into many other questions, definitely not as wide scale as this one, but I hope that this is able to set the scene for what's going on in the next episodes. I cannot wait to see you in future episodes. See you soon.